Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Causey Consulting Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Causey, and I'm also the owner of Causey Consulting, which you can find online anytime at CauseyConsultingLLC.com. Today, I want to talk about speaking the truth. The other day, I recorded an excellent podcast episode with the financial diva, Victoria Woods, If you haven't listened to it already, I highly recommend that you backtrack and check it out because it is awesome. And in listening to her, it it stirred up and inspired several things for me. In fact, maybe more than I can cover in this one particular episode. But the sort of overarching theme of it all was being able to speak the truth. One of the things that I enjoyed about recording with her is that she's candid and straightforward, as am I. I don't think it does anyone any good, whether we're talking about major life changes or we're talking about trying to grow and improve a business, to sugarcoat and pussyfoot around. There are times in life when we need to just rip the Band-Aid off and take a clear appraisal, or we need to just call the thing a thing and be willing to speak the truth about it instead of tiptoeing around and saying, oh, God. You know, I might hurt someone's feelings if I'm too honest, or I might get some unfollows, or people might unlike me on Facebook if I'm too direct. Well, those people were not for you anyway. If someone listens to your marketing and they are repelled by it, they're not your ideal client anyway. Just as kind of a general reminder, your marketing should not only be attracting good, ideal prospects, people who are going to convert to clients that you genuinely want to work with, but it should also be repelling the people that you don't want to work with. People who cannot afford your service, people who don't like you, people who don't think that your business is anything they'd ever be interested in. That's like, for me, there's people who don't think coaching is a real thing. They don't put any stock in it. So why on earth would I want to write posts or record videos that appeal to people like that? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Last weekend, I was out on the tractor and, you know, if you've ever been out mowing the lawn or running a tractor through pasture and you've just got time to think, you know, it's a, a really good time to think about things or to pray or to meditate, what, whatever it is that you can do that, you know, in normal life, you're kind of distracted. But when you're out in the pasture, you're out in the yard doing your thing, it's like you have a little more time to clear your head. Now, I looked like Pigpen from the peanuts because I had all this dust and dirt and grass clippings flying around. But I'm out there and I'm like in my sunglasses and my straw hat, sweaty, it was hot, really hot and humid. And I'm like, you know, it was, it was like I had a word of knowledge from spirit. I'm not even kidding. It was just so freaking strong. I had this, this thought of like, you know, servant leadership has morphed into a cult. Like, I have no doubt that when that movement first gained traction, it had good intentions. You know, the idea of having a leader that's not dictatorial or authoritarian, someone who really cares about the team, has a a humane element to them. It's not just all about dollars and cents and being hard-nosed and hard-driving. Like, it's really caring about the team and the customer. Like, I get that. I have been in organizations that were all about the bottom line, 
What have you done for me lately? You're always, you're, you're only as good as your last week or your last quarter. You know, we don't, we don't care if something's going on with you right now that, you know, maybe this week you're a little off your game. If you're not producing, you're dead to us. So I certainly get why people rebelled against that style of management. I, I get it. Nobody has to send me emails and try to sell me on why the movement got started. I get it. But like so many things in life, sometimes something that starts out as a boon or a gift or something that is rooted in good intentions can get morphed into something that's ugly and crazy and out of control. Like I'm, I'm thinking about Animal Farm. Some animals are more equal than others, you know, like, and I feel like servant leadership has, has gone in that direction. And I see people on Facebook and on LinkedIn in in all professions, in all walks of life where it's like, and just tiptoe around what you're doing. Don't, don't ask for the sale. Don't try to close the person, give everything away for free and then hope that someone finds it enchanting or interesting. And then they'll offer to pay you money at some point. And I just, I put my head in my hands and just like squeeze my temples. It's like that, that's insane. It's not a wonder that the acolytes of teachers who push that kind of crap on the audience are struggling. It's not a wonder that their businesses are failing. It's not a wonder that they're living check to check because look at what they're being taught. When I went in the house to take my cool off break and drink some Gatorade, it was like, I need to record a video about this. I don't know who it is. Like I went, I went full on Bishop Jakes. I'm like, I don't know who it is in my network that needs to hear this. I don't know who this is for, but like, it is really impressed on my spirit. Like somebody out there needs to hear this today. Servant leadership has turned into a cult. Money is not a bad thing. It is perfectly fine for you to render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. It is perfectly fine for you to run your business as a for-profit enterprise and not as a nonprofit or a charity. You do not have to give all of your information and your time away for free. The good news is that the individuals who needed to hear that message heard it. Did I get a few unfollows and disconnects for daring to question that line of thinking? Yeah, I did, but I'm not worried about that. I'm not here on this planet to try to kowtow to everybody or, you know, do like shiny, happy people holding hands. I'm here to help people grow their businesses, to speak their truth, and to really live a happy, authentic life. I had a few people that messaged me, oh, is this about so-and-so? Is this about a particular company? Is this about a particular coach or a particular person? And, you know, no, it's not. There are plenty of people out there who are in every market, in in every genre, in every category of employment who are espousing this line of thought. So I did not record the video about any one particular person. You know, if you if you watched it and you saw shades of yourself in it, I can't do anything about that. But like I'm here to deliver an important message to business owners who are struggling financially that it is okay to close people. It is okay to charge for your time and your energy and your services. It's interesting because a while back I had either recorded a video or written a LinkedIn article about not putting your prospects up on a pedestal. 
not groveling or begging for business. And two people sort of flew into my orbit out of nowhere after that post. And both of them were in, I mean, completely different individuals in, in different parts of the UK, but it's like they both had the same issue of, well, I just want to help. I just like, I'm, I'm going to try to like channel my flower power voice here. Like, I just want to help everybody. I just want to heal the world. Like I just, should I even be making money for that? Like, I don't know. And one of them actually told me something like the ultimate, the ultimate currency in life is fulfillment. He said something like, I'm not making the kind of money that I need to make. I'm not really able to pay my bills, but it's okay because the ultimate fulfillment, no, no, the ultimate currency in life is fulfillment. And I'm like, yeah, listen, bud, you're going to have to stop telling yourself that kind of BS. Like if you want to work with me, if, if you even want to get on a consultation call with me, you're going to have to be willing to start poking some holes in that idea. Like, can you mail fulfillment to the mortgage company? Can you make your car payment based on hopes and dreams and flower power? Like, no, <laughs> there is a certain structure to the way that the world works. Now, once you understand that structure, you can start to play within it. It's kind of like the old phrase, don't hate the player, hate the game. Like you can become a major player when you understand how things function. But putting your head in the clouds and being like, yeah, man, like I don't even know. Should I even like be charging for my time and services? Uh, that's not going to get you where you want to go. As you can probably imagine, I was not compatible with either one of them, nor they for me. And the interesting thing about it is I, I found out later that they are both acolytes of some guy that's based in like the UK or Australia that's all about giving away as much for free as you can. If you're a coach or a consultant, you, know, you should give away a few sessions for free and then you should just like ask people, well, how much do you feel like you want to pay for this? So like instead of having a structure or a fee schedule and being able to, you know, I don't know, map out your freaking cash flow, almost <laughs> this almost became an expletive, uh, you know, rated podcast just then <laughs> being able to map out your cash flow. Like you should just ask people like, hey, yeah, hey, man, how much do you want to pay for my services? Like what kind of hourly rate do you think this has been worth? And I'm going, okay. I, you know, I don't know what it was in, you know, there's clearly something in, in the message. I don't know exactly what, but something in this idea of not putting your prospects up on a pedestal broke through the BS that they've been injecting into themselves, but it just wasn't enough to get them over that hump of like, yes, damn it. I do deserve to be making money. I do deserve to charge for my services. I shouldn't be giving everything I have away free of charge. Giving a lot away for free, whether it's free intro calls, free consultations, get your first coaching session for free, I'll build your website for free. What, all this freebie junk that goes along with it is really just an offshoot of that only show up to serve, servant leadership, servant business mentality. And again, I have no doubt that somebody somewhere along the way concocted that idea with a good intent. It probably was not to drive everybody in the marketplace into brokenness, <laughs> but unfortunately, that's really what's happened. It, it's made good business owners afraid 
to have a backbone and to say, no, I'm not going to do that for you for free. Or no, I'm not going to give you a peek behind the curtain and let you have a free coaching session. Like the, the time for you, Desiree Stafford is another coach. And she, I like how she says the time for you to be making up your mind about if you like my style, if you think you might want to work with me is when you're reading my content. When you're watching my videos, when you're reading my blogs, that's the time for you to be decisioning on whether or not you think I could be a good fit to work with. But we're not going to get on the phone and I'm just going to start coaching you for free. And I'm like, yes, that exactly. As I was listening to Victoria the other day, she made some comments about having a lot of wisdom and educational tools on her website And it was like a light bulb going off over my head, like, yes, exactly. So, but another kind of offshoot of this servant leadership gone mad mentality is deliver massive value. And I don't know if this is something that got started from Tony Robbins. Like, I'm sure there's some guru or Gary Vee, like, I'm sure there's probably some guru out there who's like, just shove as much value down the person's throat as humanly possible. So then like, they just can't help but to pay you money. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, they can. They can definitely help but to pay you, buddy. (laughs) Anyway, I'm like, yeah, instead of focusing on this idea of value, 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 what about wisdom? What about education? Like one of the things that I have discovered in my own coaching practice is you cannot want it for the client more than they want it for themselves. Like I once heard Joyce Meyer tell a story about a lady and you know, sometimes like the stuff that people say out loud, it's like, wow, just wow. Some lady came up to her after a church service and was like, yeah, I think that you have lost your anointing because when I've been listening to your sermons here lately, like I just don't feel as moved as I used to. Like I just don't feel like I am getting as much out of your sermons as I used to. Therefore, I have concluded that you must have lost your anointing. <laughs> and Joyce just kind of looked at her like, yeah, okay. You cannot coach somebody that has to be dragged kicking and screaming across the threshold of change. Trust me, in the early days when I was testing and beta testing, I tried and it was horrible. I would go to bed at night frustrated, exhausted. I would feel like a failure. I'd be like, I am doing everything I can to help this person and to give them some good tools. And it's just not gelling. Like, what, what is the deal? Well, the deal is you can't want it for them more than they want it for themselves. And you can't crawl inside their skin suit and help them think differently. You can't help them see things from a different perspective if they're just hell bent on not changing. So as I'm listening to Victoria, I'm like, yeah, it is about wisdom. It is about education. I really like that idea of providing people with educational tools. One of my mentors who I've quoted several times before, Pete Lefkowitz likes to say information for your decision-making. And it's exactly that. So I really would encourage the listeners today, like start shifting out of this like extreme servant leadership, only showing up to serve. Don't ever try to close anybody. Don't think about money and just deliver massive value. Give everybody massive, massive truckloads and trainloads of value free of charge. Shift that away into thinking about education and wisdom. You clearly have some insight to offer the world that your prospects and customers can't get somewhere else. 
And instead of you trying to shove those insights down their throat or just like, like spaghetti noodles, you know, taking a wad of pasta, AKA a wad of your value and throwing it against the wall and hoping that something sticks. Like it reminds me of like being picked in gym class or something like, please, please pick me for your team. Please look at all this massive value that I've provided to you and like pay me for it. (laughs) Desperation invites abuse. I, I don't know what it is, but I swear people who are narcissistic and selfish and opportunistic can spot a needy, desperate person from a thousand miles away. So you don't want to be inviting people like that, users and abusers and takers into your business or into your practice. It, it, it will be a miserable time for everybody involved. So giving people the opportunity to educate themselves using your content you know, you, you are giving them the, the, the correct onus. The onus has to be on them. That's like with this podcast. Like you have to take the initiative to hit a couple of buttons and listen to what I have to say. Or if you want to download one of my eBooks or courses, like you have to, to put a little bit of skin in the game and pay a little bit of money and read the freaking book, you know, or take the course. There has to be some kind of initiative on the part of the prospect or the future client to take some steps in a forward direction so that it's not me dragging them across the threshold of change or trying to persuade or manipulate or beg or just go, oh my God, if I just give them a dump truck load of value, then at some point they'll just have to like pay me. That is not a position that you want to be in. It's not going to grow your business and it's not going to get you the kind of revenue that you ultimately want. So if you've been taken in by a guru in any industry who's told you to give everything away for free and just hope the right people magically show up or just hope at some point the people who are bleeding you for free coaching, free information, free marketing, free website development, whatever, like maybe they'll at some point decide they ought to be paying you. Like, I'm very sorry that that happened to you. But the great news is you can make changes today. You can decide that you are not going to operate your business from that place of giving everything away for free and not putting the appropriate value on yourself. I think that's a good way for me to close it up and bring it home. The ultimate value that you need to be concerned with is not delivering truckloads of massive value to these rando strangers on the internet. The value that you damn well better care about is the value that you place on yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast and leave a review for us on iTunes. Bye for now.